0: everybody it's Lindsay, and today i am going to be talking about the battle of jericho and it's from joshua 6 1 through 27 and i just wanted to you know before i read this thank you guys for tuning in and i haven't been updating recently um just so much i've been so busy working and everything here so i I haven't had a chance, but I just wanted to let you know that I'm going to do my best to continue to keep these audio recordings for my podcast, continuing to upload them as much as I possibly can, and I just wanted to let you know how much I appreciate you listening and tuning in. So, with that being said, here we go. Battle of Jericho, guys. Joshua 6, 1 through 27. So, um, this is is something that I know that we are all going to just be able to relate in a spiritual way. Now Jericho was tightly shut up because of the children of Israel. No one went out and no one came in. The Lord said to Joshua... Behold, I have given Jericho into your hand with its king and the mighty men of Valor. All of your men of war shall march around the city, going around the city once. You shall do this six days. Seven priests shall bear seven trumpets of ram's horns before the ark. On the seventh day, you shall march around the city seven times, and the priests shall blow the trumpets. It shall be that when they make a long blast with the ram's horn, and when you hear the sound of the trumpet, all of the people shall shout with a great jo- with a great shout, then the city wall will fall down flat, and the people shall go up, every man straight in front of him. Joshua the son of Nun called the priests and said to them, Take up the ark of the covenant, and let seven priests bear seven trumpets of the ram's horns, before the Lord's ark. They said to the people, advance, march around the city and let the armed men pass on before the Lord's ark. It was so that when Joshua had spoken to the people, the seven priests bearing the seven trumpets of ram's horns before the Lord advanced and blew the trumpets and the ark of the Lord's covenant followed them. The armed men went before the priests who blew the trumpets and the ark went after them the trumpets sounded as they went joshua commanded the people saying you shall not shout nor let your voice be heard neither shall any word proceed out of your mouth until the day i tell you to shout then you shall shout so he caused the lord's ark to go around the city circling it once then they came into the camp and stayed in the camp. Joshua rose early in the morning and the priests took up the Lord's Ark. The seven priests bearing the seven trumpets of ram's horns in front of the Lord's Ark went on continually and blew the trumpets. The armed men went in front of them. The rear guard came after the Lord's Ark. The trumpets sounded as they went. The second day, they marched around the city once and returned into the camp. They did this six days. On the seventh day, they rose early at the dawning of the day and marched around the city in the same way seven times. On this day only, they marched around the city seven times. At the seventh time, when the priest blew the trumpets, Joshua said to the people, Shout! For the Lord has given you the city. The city shall be devoted, even it and all that is in it, to the Lord. Only Rahab the prostitute shall live, she and all who are with her in, her, in the house, because she hid the messengers that we sent. But as for you, only keep yourselves from what is devoted to destruction, lest when you have devoted it, you take of the devoted thing, so you would make the camp of Israel accursed and troubled it. But all the silver, gold, and vessels of bronze and iron are holy to the Lord. They shall come into the Lord's treasury." So the people shouted, and the priests blew the trumpets. When the people heard the sound of the trumpet, the people shouted with great joy, and the wall fell down flat, so that the people went up into the city, every man straight in front of him, and they took the city. They utterly destroyed all that was in the city, both man and woman, both young and old, and ox and sheep and donkey, with the edge of the sword." Joshua said to the two men who had spied out the land, Go into the prostitute's house and bring the woman and all that she has out from there as you swore to her. The young men who were spies went in and brought out Rahab with her father, her mother, her brothers, and all she had. They also brought out all of her relatives, and they set, up, they set them outside of the camp of Israel. They burned the city with fire and all that was in it. Only they put the silver, the gold, and the vessels of bronze and of iron into the treasury of the Lord's house. But Rahab the prostitute, her father's household, and all that she had, Joshua saved alive. She lives in the middle of of Israel to this day because she hid the messengers whom Joshua sent to spy out Jericho. Joshua commanded them with an oath at that time, saying, Cursed is the man before the Lord who rises up and builds the city Jericho. With the loss of his firstborn, he will lay its foundation, and with the loss of his youngest son, he will set up its gates. So the Lord was with Joshua, and his frame was in all the land. That was the battle of Jericho. Wow. Guys, that was so powerful. The Battle of Jericho. Wow. So, I just want you to know that every single time that we read the word, you know, the Holy Spirit just fills whatever it is that I'm reading up with The faith of knowing that this is not just a story, but this is truth and this is real. And this is an incident from the book of Joshua being the first battle fought by the Israelites in the course of the conquest of Canaan. So guys, according to Joshua... 6 1 through 27 which I just read the walls of Jericho fell after the Israelites marched around the city walls once a day for six days and seven times on the seventh day then blew their trumpets so this biblical Jericho you know it's originated from the kingdom of Israel and you know, this is history. This is straight-up history. And it just has so much, um, it has so much spiritual symbolism behind it along with what actually did happen. So what I love that God does is he takes these amazing Events that actually happened and it is history it is real this actually did happen yet in every biblical story it's not just a piece of history of something that actually did truly happen but you can put it into a spiritual aspect as well and you can see it spiritually and what it means you know so I just think that It's so amazing that because Rahab had faith in God and, you know, informed the Israelites of Jericho's fear, saying, I know that the Lord has given you this land and that a great fear of you has fallen on us so that all who live in this country are melting in fear because of you. And because she helped the scouts hide from the king's soldiers, then leave out a a widow since her house was located next to the city wall rahab demanded the spies affirm an oath and she swore not to give their plans away and they vowed to spare rahab and her family when the battle of jericho occurred and she was to fasten a scarlet rope in her window as a symbolism of her protection so here god instructed joshua with an unusual strategy for the battle of jericho he told joshua to have his army march around the city once a day for the six straight days while marching the soldiers played their trumpets as the priests carried the ark of the covenant around jericho so in on the seventh day when the israelites marched around jericho you know, it's it's symbolizing how obedience is better than sacrifice. It's symbolizing how when you are able to know the voice of God and be obedient to the voice of God, follow his steps, it shows how important that is in what happened here of the battle of Jericho. And, you know, at Joshua's order... The men produced a powerful war and the Jericho's walls miraculously fell down. The Israelite army raced in quickly conquering the city and as promised only Rahab and her family were spared. So I just, you know, want you guys to really focus, meditate, and be encouraged by this story and know that God is with us. That he will never leave us or forsake us. That, you know, he always knows the best route to take. And as we trust him and we listen to him, especially from what happened happened in this astounding miracle in the Bible, you know, it's just proving how God stood with the Israelites and how God you know, stands with us. Like, after after the death of Moses, God chose Joshua to be the leader of the Israelite people. They set about to conquer the land of Canaan, and under the Lord's guidance, God guided them and told Joshua not to be terrified. Don't be discouraged. The Lord your God is with you wherever you go. He says that in Joshua 1.9 don't be discouraged I will be with you wherever you go no matter what no matter what he's always there and you know it's just amazing how you know Rahab was obedient and promised not to give their plans away and in return they vowed to spare her and you know god commanded joshua to have the priests carry the ark of covenant and because of this miracle you know in god's battle plan for jericho after just leading them and guiding them and showing them the way they were able to conquer it they were able to defeat this they were able to you know win because god never fails god will never fail And, you know, just a few lessons from this, guys, from the Battle of Jericho is, you know, Joshua felt unqualified for this task of taking over Moses. But God promised that he would be with him every step of the way. Just as he was there for Moses, he was there for Joshua, and he's there for us. And the same God, you know, who was always there for them and is always here with us is not only with us but he's protecting us and he's guiding us you know and with Rahab you know the prostitute she made the right choice and she went with God instead of the evil people of Jericho. Joshua spared Rahab and her family in the battle of Jericho and we learned that God favored Rahab by making her one of the ancestors of Jesus Christ, the savior of the world. And Rahab is named in Matthew's genealogy of Jesus as the mother of Boaz and great-grandmother of King David. Although she'll forever bear the label Rahab the harlot, her involvement of the story declares God's grace and life-transforming power. You know, it's just, it's amazing how Josh's obedience to God is crucial. How crucial it was that every turn, Joshua did exactly as he did, you know, and and it was told, and what was told of God and the Israelites prospered under his leadership because Joshua took on that role, because Joshua was able to lead them, that he was able to prosper And he was able to not only prosper himself, but prosper all of the Israelites. You know, it's just, it it seems like it's an ongoing theme that, you know, when you obey God, like the Jews obeyed God and they did well, goodness will happen. But when you disobey God, consequences are bad. And it's the same for us today. And... You know, Joshua learned firsthand that he would not always understand God's ways because human nature sometimes, you know, makes us question God's plans at times. But instead, you know, just like Joshua, we are to choose to obey him and we see what happens. And Joshua is an excellent example of humility before God you know Joshua's strong faith in God led him to obey no matter how illogical God's command God's command was Joshua looked to Jesus and faced you know any the battle just like we face battles just like the battle of Jericho we face battles trials and tribulations in our life and you know from joshua's past remembering the impossible deeds god has always accomplished them because with god all things are possible so it's just to you know ask yourself do you trust god with your life have you forgotten how he brought you through past troubles because god has never ever changed and never will change and he promises to be with us wherever we go. So I just wanted to encourage you all with that. And I thank you so much for listening. And I hope that you all have a blessed day.